Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell and this is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael Show. We are the AFL the industry. We've returned, but not as good. Something's missing. Yeah. An audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nice. Hey, it's it's time. We've been putting together like a little a little survival hamper, yes. a little a little meal to get you through this coronavirus period. Yes, it's not quite an MKR or a MasterChef and not quite a Bear Grylls. It's like in between. In between. It's, it's survival meals. Coming up in 10 minutes' time, our final ingredients before we get cooking today. Yes, uh, but before we get into that, up next, Michael Ross, I mean, look, the fate of the world is depending on it. We're going to dive into the local paper and read the local comic book strip, and depending on whether it's good or not, we'll determine how good the weekend will be. You know the game, Friday Funnies, longest running segment, it's next. It's not a game, mate. Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1, it's 6.05. The Rubens live in life. After 7 o'clock this morning, there's there's no feeling quite like getting a text from your wife. It oh. just says, please help. What, uh, what happened? Well, I had to race off yesterday because uh, my partner decided to battle it at the shops and things did not quite turn out as planned. More on that. After 6 o'clock this morning. Mitch, currently, if you can hear that... No, it's time those, for Friday Funnies. That's flicking through the, <laughs> the local paper. It's time for Friday Funnies where we dive into the local paper pretty easily and pretty well prepared, and we go into the local comic book strip, and we read it. And depending on whether it's good or not, we'll determine how good the weekend will be. Uh, did you think it wasn't going to happen just then? <laughs> oh, no, no, I had full confidence. Uh, I'm still hanging out for... The comics to start reflecting what's happening in reality. But. Yeah, we are yet to do that. I think these may all be pre-written. Look, this is a three-panel comic. Clancy likes to side with the old regional farmer. Uh, really relatable. Once again, he's at the pub chatting to a mate. Uh, he's <laughs> Clancy. Oh, Clancy. He's talking to his friend who's, you know, uh, a bit bigger than him. And he says... Bigger than Clancy. Yeah, he goes, you were going to lose some weight. And then his friend says... I'd love to lose some weight, but I didn't like losing. <laughs> oh. That's yeah, fair. Oh. That, yeah, that's probably what it deserves. Uh, Michael's going to play a little like. <laughs> I was going to play this. Yeah, but that's 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 fair. You're better than that, Clancy. <laughs> I that's, didn't like losing. Also, maybe he went to that joke because, you know, he felt like a bit, a bit offended, you know? How blunt is Clancy? Oh, you were gonna lose weight. Mate, you could lose some weight, Clancy. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> have you know what, Clancy? Go home. Have a good look at yourself. Gen Y really likes to make fun of the millennial uh, at the office. That's weird. He's not working from home or anything like that. But uh, the boss is talking to him. She says, "Why do you want to work in this bank?" Obviously, he's trying to work in the bank. Right. He needs a job. He's always out of work. And he says, well, for a start, I've heard there's a lot of money in it. Hey! That is at least a joke. Yes. We uh, do like to reward not whether the joke is good or bad, but whether it happened at all. <laughs> Switch it Michael. We're here 96.1. It's Lizzo. Truth hurts. 96.1, it's 6.19. Tell me, baby, Red Hot Chili Peppers, after 8.30 this morning, we'll be drawing our collar of the week. All you got to do is call us on 13, 12, 16, and you can walk away with 60 bucks to the Gambia Hotel 
buy any Patrick Okunawara wine this month and you could win a Money Can't Buy experience. It's time to head back into the kitchen, Mitch. For Ready, Steady, Panic! That's right, welcome to The Cookie Show, where we take the things from your house, those little leftovers, and whack them all together in a delicious and nutritious coronavirus-inspired meal. Time for the final ingredients, mate. What have we got so far? So, so far, while bringing an ingredient that neither of us knew each day, uh, we have baby beetroot in a can, uh, two wilted pieces of broccolini. You then brought the next day. It was a, a nut bar. A nut bar, <laughs> of course. Uh, a little chocolate base, a cranberry and almond nut bar. And I brought... The zucchini. That's it. <laughs> it's, I brought a zucchini. Uh, now It's it, quite a meal that we're putting it together really here. Is. Now, just, you're probably already thinking, like, yep, that's an obvious meal that I'll put together. Uh, ready to reveal the final ingredient. And then you will probably have to make the meal today. Here we go. It's your tinley. What have you brought? Half a jar of honey <laughs> mustard simmer sauce. Okay. Okay. This isn't bad. I actually do now envisage what's what we're making. Yeah. Because I've brought an open packet of lasagna sheets. Oh, <laughs> we are looking good. I've got five squares of lasagna here. So we're making, essentially, a zucchini, broccolini, <laughs> and baby beetroot. beetroot honey mustard lasagna. With a, with a delicious nut crumb. I think is a little is like a little garnish. You could even you could even make them into ravioli. That's a possibility as well. That's a good point. If we do, if we don't have a way to like stack the lasagna, because this is now what we have to figure out. We don't have we don't have an oven, so we can't cook lasagna traditionally. Oh, I should probably air fry. So we need to we need to figure out how in the office today we're going to cook the meal because this is the other thing. If the world does fall apart and you are making meals out of your scraps, you might also not have access to traditional cooking implements. Good point. So how are we going to do this? We'll investigate. After 7 o'clock this morning, stick around for the final reveal of the meal that we put together for Ready, Steady, Panic. Hit 96.1. Here's Halsey for you now. It's Mitchell and Michael. 96.1. It's 6.41. Dua Lipa Physical. Heading to Subway for the new delicious snack range starting from just $2. And I tell you what, that, that'll go a long way, you know. It's tough out there. You know, going to the shops, finding food can be tough, so you can head into Subway for just two bucks. Or you can survive the coronavirus season like a millennial. Yeah. With the help of memes. And, you know, we've been using memes kind of longer than they've been called memes. Mm -hmm. Because I have some examples here of things you can say to take that little edge off, to lighten up your day. Maybe you go to the shops and someone's taken the last roll of toilet paper. What do you say? Oh, damn. Not happy, Jen! Nice. That's, yes. Classic. We've been using ads as memes forever. Yeah. What you, what happens if you go to the dairy aisle and they're like, oh, all the milk's gone? <laughs> what do you think you'd say, Mitch? What do you th- if someone goes to you, oh, what about what about soy or almond or... Oh, or, you say, <laughs> I just want milk to taste like real milk? Uh, I just want milk to taste like real milk. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 
This is how we're going to survive this time. With it, you just got to lighten things up a bit when you're yeah. faced with adversity. Maybe you see someone come into work, and they're just straight off to the desk, and you're like, "Hang on, we've been given new protocols here." Well, there's a new thing you should say to them. You think, "What? What? What ad? What? What piece of social media? What? What, what would I say to them in this is- instance?" Well, us millennials, we've got a new one for you. Someone walks in. Just straight to the desk, you go. You should wash your hands, you dirty pig. <laughs> wash your hands, you dirty pig. Yeah, that has been. That has been. Uh, that is blowing up. Yeah. Uh, that's from a new Netflix series, uh, Sex Education. Yeah, very good show. Uh, and see, we've been doing it for ages with the ads, but now we've got new stuff as well, and that's the way that you're going to make it through. I reckon someone's probably like. Oh, that's where it's from. Because they would have done something. And someone's just walked past and gone, wash your hands, you dirty pig. Just like, uh, I just want milk that tastes like real milk. <laughs> <laughs> you can use them all. Find more. Send them in. Hit 96.1. Hit 96.1. Tones and I, Bad Child 651 right now. Coming up next hour, we're going to put together our Ready, Steady, Panic meal. This is a meal made out of things that we've just found around the house because during coronavirus, you might get a little bit low on the old supplies. You might have to whack something together quite quickly. So we're going to give like an instructional how-to. We've brought in an ingredient today that's coming up at 7.30 this morning if you want to find out how to cook a delicious, nutritious meal just by scavenging your own house. But we were talking about memes holding us together in this difficult time. Yeah, washing your hands, you dirty pig. <laughs> you dirty, dirty pig. You should wash your hands, you dirty pig. It's a great TV show, Sex Education. Uh, if you have any great quotable lines that are helping you through <laughs> this time, you can send them in, hit 96.1, Limestone Coast. On Facebook. Is that if workplaces aren't saying that? Like if the head of your company isn't going like, Janine, wash your hands, you dirty pig, then I'll be upset. I want printouts of the memes. Uh, Apparently that's already happening around some places. It should absolutely be happening in everyone's workplace. And uh, this is a good one if you go out, maybe maybe your boss, maybe a client, maybe someone you know called Gary, and he goes to the old handshake. What do you hit him with? The classic Nicorette, no Gary, no. That's awesome. This is how we're going to survive the apocalypse. Yeah, oh, it's for me. It's the only way we'll stay safe. You're 96.1. Jonas Brothers, only human. We're going to tell you how you can win tickets to Harry Styles next. 96.1, the killers. Somebody told me 7.12 right now. Things, uh, Things are tough out there, you know, at the shops. Maybe you're going shopping for someone else. Yep. And you know what? There's nothing more awkward than buying some items for other people. Yes. It's a great selfless act. Maybe you've gone, maybe you've done some groceries. That's okay. No one's going to think twice about you buying groceries. No. But what about some things that are a little bit maybe embarrassing to now, buy? Now, both uh, me and you, Michael Ross, are locked into social contracts at the moment. Yours more binding than mine. Yeah. Uh, you're married. I am. merely unmarried, as they call it. Uh, and look, the, the, the boy buying for the girl, sometimes you have to buy, you know, the stuff with the things and the, you know, the, the, the stuff with the, you know, the once a month and the stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Feminine hygiene products. Uh, I don't, I've, when I've had to buy those, mm-hmm. I found the best thing to do is just buy it with other shopping. Nah, I don't know. 
Like, are you just going up to the checkout only with the hygiene products? Yeah. And I go, they're not for me! I think everyone knows that. Yeah. <laughs> but I once had, I bought your mum, I bought your, your mum. <laughs> you watch your mouth. I bought your mum uh, some lingerie once. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, at the time, the only thing I was buying from the shop. So point. that was a bit weird. And I've Did never... You know, fa- yeah, sorry. Just a complete side story about Explain to everyone why you bought it again. It was her birthday? Yeah. yeah it was her it was birthday. Just... She's a special lady. Mm. She deserved to feel nice. And, and you... she's still... She's yeah. a lovely looking lady yeah. and for you her got, age. And you got the wrong size. Do you know who wears those now? Who? My girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> your girlfriend wears the lingerie I bought for your mum. Delightful. Yeah, it is. It's all it? your world wrapped into one. But either way, like it, it was a weird. It was awkward. I've never bought underwear or anything like that for my wife. No, but thirteen, twelve, sixteen. We want to. We want to know because there was someone who told us a story mm. yesterday. Like you might think, uh, buying the lingerie or buying the uh, feminine hygiene products, maybe they're the worst things you could buy for someone else. Uh, no, 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 no. A how do we say uh, a fifty-year-old friend of ours? Yes, had to buy their mother, so older than fifty. Uh, some can we say like devices for adults? Yeah, is that the best way to put it? Yeah, we can say that. Some um. I mean, some grown-up. You can say this, yeah. Toys, toys, yes. Like, but not for not for kids. Not uh, for, for not adults. For, kids, for, for adults. And so, said fifty-year-old man bought for said seventy-something-year-old mother. And said, "Have fun." And she even picked it out on. And the said, old, "Can you go and get me this one? I want the Ultra Three Thousand. And it's just. That's just that's a hard one. What a what a son. What a what a helpful helpful oh, son. Son of the year. But just such an awkward thing oh. to buy for someone. And then else. what do you do? Like, I can't. How to go? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, you know, thirty two of sixteen. What's the most awkward thing you've had to buy for someone else? Give us a call or send us a message. We can keep you anonymous as well. Or, or a picture. <laughs> send you send them into hit ninety six point one Lime Sokos on Facebook. Mitchell and Michael. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.22, the weekend blinding lights. 3012.16 is the number you need to call us anytime. And you go on the running for our caller of the week. There is 60 bucks up for grabs to the Gambia Hotel. Head in there this month, buy any Patrick Akunawara wine, and you could win a money can't buy experience at the G. Now, we're talking awkward purchases. Yes, when you have to buy something for someone else, just a colleague of ours had to buy a, an adult device for his 70-year-old mother. Very helpful. Yeah. Uh, great son. Oh, I'm not sure I could do that because that is that is quite an awkward purchase. I did once buy your mum uh, lingerie, though, because she's a special lady Fair. and she deserves to feel good about herself. Which I believe my girlfriend now wears. Which is now weird because I'm merging them in my mind. <laughs> and we got Adrian on the line. Adrian, what's the most awkward thing you've had to buy? This one is actually a combination of yours and Mitch's. Oh. It was period pants. Period pants? What's a period yeah, apparently, pants? Apparently you can leak into your undies and you don't have to worry about it. Because you're wearing special pants. Undies, yeah. And, yeah, you just worry about when you take them off. 
That's what I do anyway. That's why we have underwear. <laughs> I don't understand. I guess women yeah, are smarter mate. than us. Yeah, but you don't bleed out your front bits, do you? <laughs> mate, you have not seen me after a hard weekend. <laughs> Oh, my God. Here, 96.1, a double shot there. Justin Bieber and Travi McCoy, billionaire. Coming up after 8 o'clock this morning, we will, of course, draw our caller of the week just before the end of the show. 60 bucks up for grabs. All you've got to do is call 13, 12, 16. That's why I went to say uh, Friday shows. Uh, This is where we get... Uh, this is where we get crazy. This is where we do kind of whatever we want on a Friday, and today is no different at all. It's time for a new little segment that we like to call... Ready, Steady, Panic! That's right. We're going to whack together a nutritious and delicious meal made from the scraps around your home. This is the way to survive this coronavirus pandemic. Yep, and uh, since about Wednesday, we've been bringing in an ingredient each without telling each other. Like just, mystery bag from Ready Steady Cook. Yeah, but just seeing like, where it goes. And uh, three days in, we have a full can of baby beetroot. We have a zucchini. We have two wilted broccolinis. So sad. We have... Uh, half a jar of uh, Cole's honey mustard simmer sauce. We have six sheets of, of instant lasagna. Lasagna. And we will finish it off with a Hillcrest choc <laughs> almond cranberry nut bar. Now, be the finest. Macross, as I have the old chop and block in front of me and the knife where I believe our jobs are, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as I have that, I had a thought. Yeah. Because uh, we're going to use appliances around what we've just found around the office as well. We don't have an oven. Uh, we do, however, have a kettle. Yeah. Uh, so we're nice. doing some boiling. Good. Now, people are probably thinking, well, you're obviously going to make a lasagna, right? With some honey mustard sauce, with zucchini, broccolini, baby beetroot, and finish it off with a nice little nam- <laughs> an almond crunch bar. Can I present to you this? Yes. What about... If we use the lasagna hmm. for like seaweed, and the rest is like the sushi, you want to make like Italian sushi. What are you going to do? What with like a little dipping sauce made out of honey mustard maybe, dressing? Maybe I will. You want to try? Well, like you can give it a go. They'd end up like a cannelloni, I guess. Or, you know? or do you want to? What, what's your thoughts? You're the Italian. I was thinking that. So you take a sheet of lasagna. Yeah. You. You put your filling on one half of it yeah. and fold it over, crimp the edge. You got yourself a little ravioli, a little agnolotti, a little uh, tortellini, my this friend. This is why you are the man that you are. You are the Ferrari of us. You are the Italian. You know how to cook. I think we might go that way. Some delicious little beetroot, zucchini, broccolini, <laughs> ravioli with a... With a nut, a cranberry crumb, oh. and drizzle, a little of course, drizzle I of mean, honey mustard. It's probably making you hungry now. You could head out and, and buy breakfast. You know, The shops and stuff are still open. The restaurants are still open. Or you could just find stuff in your pantry. Exactly. We could cook together. And now the question of how to assemble this apocalyptic food in an apocalyptic situation. All right. I think we'll, we'll work away at it and then check back in around about 8.30. Stay tuned. Here, 96. 96.1. 7.54. SZA and Justin Timberlake. It's Mitchell and Michael now. Ow, did you hear that? There was like a little click on the track. Oh, was it? Yeah. 
It hurts my ears. Sorry, you right? <laughs> I'll be okay. But you know who wasn't okay who? yesterday? My wife. Why? She was in a tricky situation because the stores are... A bit out of control at the moment. Now, we haven't had anything like what they've had in some of the cities. A, a girl in uh, Baldivis, WA, we know Baldivis, Mitch. Yeah. Uh, she, was, uh, she was trampled. Really? A 13-year-old girl was or, as the stores opened. Yeah, for the panic buying at the grocery shopping. I can confirm, uh, Nonna says she was pushed out of the way by, a, pushed. Rude, by a rude lady. So, you know. That's cute. You were that rude lady in Mount Gambia. You don't do that. Let's let's stamp that out, guys. None of that. Yeah. And so when I got the message, because my wife had gone to the shops early, when yeah. I got the message from her saying, please come help, yeah. I was worried. That's all, all you got. You said, mate, I have to go. My wife needs me. And I was like, okay, yep. And I found her standing in the corner of Coles, like in a back corner, yeah. and... She had been there. I said, how long have you been here? And she's like, oh, I've been standing here for like 10 minutes. Why? So she just stood in a corner for 10 minutes because her basket was too full. <laughs> oh. she, she bought too much because it was the first time she was able to get to the shops in yeah. like a week. Yeah. And the stocks were, were like back on the shelves. They'd done a big restock on Wednesday night. Yeah. And so I was worrying that she was being like, yeah, pushed around or couldn't get anything. You're ready to fight some old ladies. But in fact, she got, an, she got everything she needed and more and physically couldn't carry it. That's she was like, I forgot to get a trolley and I didn't want to like go back outside and risk losing the basket. So I had to leave work to carry a basket. You had to leave for... work yeah. to go carry a basket for your That's wife. That's all I am. I'm just muscle to her. Which is hilarious because <laughs> if she calls you for strength, like she has a real concern on her hands. <laughs> You're 96 boy wife. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. Beyonce there. It's Mitchell and Michael. Before the end of the show at 8.50 this morning, we will draw our cola of the week. That's 60 bucks from the Gambia Hotel going to our favourite cola on 13.12.16. But Mitch, for so long have you laughed at us? Oh, so much. But what are you talking about? (laughs) You've laughed at the nerds. You all have. You've mocked us. You've belittled us for our, our glasses, our awkwardness, our nerdiness, our video game skills. To be fair, some people out there do make glasses look very cool. Uh, I'm, am I one? Mm, am I one of those? No. no. Well, this man, I think that he is very cool indeed because he gave us Microsoft, which, hey, I'm using Microsoft right now oh. to give you the show. You're talking, of course, of Bill Bezos. <laughs> Bill Gates, what a man, what a nerd. Yeah. And guess what? He saw coronavirus coming. He said this in a TED Talk in 2015. If anything kills over 10 million people in the next few decades, it's most likely to be a highly infectious virus rather than a war. Look at that. To be fair, he is a nerd. He was probably thinking that was like sweat. He saw coronavirus coming and he knew that we had not prepared well enough for a pandemic. And five years on, it is here. The nerds are right. And now, now that it's here, they turn to the nerds. That's right. The 
United States of America have put together a task force, right? They've probably seen the trend that with isolation, gaming has gone up 75%. The nerd herd, if you will. <laughs> the nerd herd. And uh, one, of the, one of the sort of minds in this little think tank, yeah. uh, her name is Dr. Bricks, and this is no joke, in a conference given to the media about their plans of how to tackle coronavirus, she called upon us, the nerds, yeah. the gamers, to help. Have a listen. Again, I'm going to call on that generation that's part of that group that brought us innovation, particularly throughout all of their ability to look around corners and skip through games. Um, I always went level by level. I didn't realize that you could go from level three to level seven. Um, that's what they've taught us. They look for things that we don't see. We need them to be healthy. Ah, no. <laughs> What she is looking for is not nerds. She's looking for cheaters. Cheaters, the yeah. The best cheaters. <laughs> and then that, Michael Ross, is over to my people. No, I'm just kidding. That's all we're getting. But you think that we're going to like, can you please help us skip coronavirus? Yeah. Can, you, can you hack, please? Can you please hack reality? I'm sorry, Mr. Dr. Bricks, we can't. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. 96.1, Jonas Brothers, what a man gotta do. It's 8.21. We're still prepping away our little survival ready, steady panic meal. I see you've chopped up everything, Mitch. Yes, it is well prepared. Soon we shall get to the cooking. And uh, these are just ingredients that we had lying around our home because we've run out of things in our pantries and fridges. One thing that some people are not running out of, though, Mitch, is toilet paper. We thought it was just Australia originally, panic buying toilet paper. Well, the pandemic has spread to the US and an American father has done the math on panic buying. Yeah, so you might be getting all the packs you think you need, but do you even need that many? Go to Costco, big huge thing of toilet paper has 30 rolls. Now each sheet has 425 sheets per roll. That is 12,750 sheets per case. So that means 20 sheets per poop, which comes down to 637.5 poop per case. And that is 45.5 poop per day. So a person grabbed four cases of toilet paper for Costco, has a family of four, quarantined for the required 14 days, would need to poop 182 times a day to use the purchase amount of toilet paper at 20 sheets per poop. Now let's all calm down. That's hot. I just censor it. Yes, uh, we're just keeping everything uh, kid-friendly. But there you go. Don't panic buy because you you physically cannot poop that much in your fourteen day isolation. It's you can try your best, but I don't That's, think you can I do should, it. Does anyone done the math on the hoarding, or are they just taking everything and figuring it out later? Are they hoping to never come out of isolation? Is that the ultimate goal? I tell you what, if you panic buy, I hope you never do. <laughs> Mitchell and Michael, hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 8.27. Mitchell and Michael, we've got new sport and weather on the way. Coming up in what's trending this morning, Game of Thrones, there is more to come. It's not over just yet. Really? Tune in in about five minutes' time. I'll give you all the details on that. I'm just going to now, Mitch, before we go to new sport and weather, I'm just going to pop on my instant lasagna sheets in the kettle. Yeah. Uh, we are building like a panic meal. These are made from ingredients we just had lying around the house. Yes, and I'm uh, just gonna just gonna chuck these in now. I believe it was three days uh, in a row. We brought different ingredients: can of baby beetroot. They don't fit. We'll break them, mate. I, like, a... Any genius could have figured that out. 
Uh, <laughs> there we go. Now he's breaking them. Uh, he's got six lasagna sheets. Uh, he brought, and then I didn't know what he was going to bring, and then I bring my ingredient in. I brought half a jar of honey mustard simmer sauce, can of baby beetroot, a zucchini, and a wilted broccolini. Now, oh, and also to finish it off, we've got a choc almond cranberry nut bar. This is a meal that you could probably make when all your hoarding is over. You've run out of food. Should be ready on the other side of 8.30 this morning. Is that the kettle boiling? Yes, it is. Okay, cool. uh, we're going to tuck in soon. Hit only 6.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. 96.1, it's 8.41 right now. Harry Styles, there we got our caller of the week being drawn in about five minutes. Time, 60 bucks to the G, up for grabs. But right now, it's time for... Ready, steady, panic! That's right, it's the game where we take food from around the house... Your empty cupboards, your empty pantries, all thanks to coronavirus. Whack it all together, and what do we have today? Exactly. You don't need to hoard supplies. You don't need to go, oh, I wonder what I'm going to cook, because anything you have in that pantry right now, we can tell you how to make a delicious dish uh, brought to you by Michael and Mish. Uh, thanks, mate. It's nice. Yep. Uh, we've got uh, each day. We brought in an ingredient that was different. Uh, we just we didn't know what each other was bringing. Uh, I brought in baby beetroot. You brought in, uh, I believe, broccolini. We'll do broccolini next week. We had uh, next day I had zucchini and an almond nut bar. Yes. And then I've now today brought in a simmer sauce, half a jar of simmer sauce. And you have brought in six sheets of lasagna. And we've decided that the best meal that we can make out of all of this is some uh, delicious zucchini beetroot broccolini ravioli Ravioli. with a honey mustard drizzle and a cranberry and almond nut bar, like a crumb. So if you can for me now, Mitch, uh, can you just bash up the nut bar? Uh, we've got to get like that crumb together. This one, yeah. If you could just like oh, just smash now it I've up, cold, whacking on the desk, bashing things, <laughs> make that crumb. No, oh, no, it's too strong for me. <laughs> it's coming back. Uh, I've, I've, I've really tried to make the best looking dish that I can with this. We took the instant lasagna sheets, we cooked them in a kettle. Uh, the all the vegetables can be eaten raw or cooked. Yep. That's up to you. I've then assembled the ravioli. Are we putting the nut bar? Because uh, essentially ravioli is like a little uh, pastry, pasty, yeah. if you don't know. So the, the, the nut crumb is like uh, like the salt guy. Just just like sprinkle from a height. Just get a little... There we go. Look at that. Oh, delicious. That's going to add texture. That's going to add a depth of flavour. Look at that. It's like it's from Time of the Lakes or the Barn. Don't you dare insult those businesses. <laughs> and now, now I've uh, heated up the simmer sauce as well by just adding a, a splash of the water that the pasta was cooked in. Oh, yeah. uh, this, that's an actual uh, tip. You can use the water that the pasta was cooked in. Get a little bit of that starch into your pasta sauce. Oy. There you go. Add that honey mustard drizzle. Oy. Look at this. This is good enough for Instagram. It is, actually. Take a little picture of that. We have, we have outdone ourselves today. This is... You're going to have to go over to the Facebook page, Hit 96.1 Limestone Coast, to check out this delicious coronavirus pandemic panic meal. <laughs> Mitch is just finishing off the ravioli with a nice little uh, decorative uh, crimping around the edges. And then if you can, get yourself a little knife, Mitch. Yeah. Tuck in, 
have a little bite and uh, I should actually you know I would try it for the people try it for the people I like give us a review we're supposed to be quarantining washing our hands and here we are cooking in the <laughs> studio like pro- pretty sure it's off food here we go it's in now the pasta's quite al dente uh, which is it's not bad it's not bad yeah. have we made a, like a pretty decent meal I think we have wilted broccolini a lonely zucchini a tin of baby beetroots an open jar of honey mustard simmer sauce a nut bar, and some leftover lasagna sheets. That's actually not bad. That is how you do it. That's how you survive with class, oh. this coronavirus. Hit 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1.